Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Astros Baseball is brought to you by Ram Shirts. Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Go to ramshirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. In this episode, we're going to go over the Pakoda projections for 2022. We're also going to take a look at the Pakoda projections from 2021 and compare them to the final results to see just how well Pakoda was able to predict how many wins each team would have. So if you look at the Pakota rankings, and if you want to Google it, it's P-E-C-O-T-A, the Pakota rankings will change. If there's a free agent pickup, and I'll just use Carlos Correa as an example, last night they were talking about they could you know, get Carlos Correa to sign. People stayed up late waiting for it all day today. Nothing happened. We've heard that Correa is willing to take less years. We've heard Jim Crane has stepped in. And when Jim Crane steps in, things get done. So a lot of us are expecting Carlos Correa to be an Astro this year and maybe four or five more years. So if the Astros do get Carlos Correa, this will change. Right now they're projected to win 90 games and getting Carlos Correa depending on you know what these people award wins for him it could go to 93 it could go to 95 97 it could change all of these rankings so we're going to look at each division and then I'll give you the 1 through 6 playoff spots these are the guys that are going to make the playoffs according to these projections we're going to do the American League and then the National League and then We'll look at last seasons and see just how well they were able to predict uh, the season. So let's start with this. I saw a post showing the top 10 first basemen in Major League Baseball. 
Yuli Gurriel was not on that list, and it's not just because he's my favorite player that it upsets me. Yuli Gurriel was the American League batting champion. He's a gold glove winner. What does he have to do to be considered a top 10 first baseman? I don't know why he's left off. I don't know who made this list, but it's absurd. There's no way on earth that Yuli Gurriel is not a top 10 first baseman in Major League Baseball. It's just no way. So let's look at this. I want to talk about some transactions that could be important to us. Former Astro, Colin McHugh, signs with the Atlanta Braves. This is someone that I wanted the Astros to get. Jim Crane said uh, that they were looking for a bullpen arm. There you go. This guy's great. He's a former Astro, but he signs with the Braves. The Braves also were part of a trade, and they got Matt Olson from the A's, and that helps the Astros, but they ended up, after the trade, signing him to an eight-year deal. So no Freddie Freeman for the Atlanta Braves anymore. The Seattle Mariners got Jesse Winkler from the Reds in a trade, so that makes them better. Uh, former Astros, Brad Peacock and Jake Marisnik signed minor league deals. Brad Peacock signs with the Royals, and Jake Marisnik signs with the Texas Rangers. He's now in enemy territory. The Astros signed Nico Goodrum, and they also signed Luis, Luis, why do I have Spanish Luis on my head? Luis Brenson, minor league contract. Nico Goodrum is a utility guy, just like Aledmus Diaz, and one story I read is that he's good at hitting lefties, Diaz is good at hitting righties, and if Jeremy Pena isn't the guy that's going to start at shortstop. And if they don't get Carlos Correa to resign, they could probably platoon at shortstop, depending on if it's a right-handed pitcher or a left-handed pitcher. But that's what I've heard lately. I wanted the Astros to get Andrelton Simmons for a one-year deal to give Pena time to get ready for major leagues. But he signed with the Cubs. So let's look at these rankings or projections for 2022. We'll start with the American League. We'll go with the East. You've got the Yankees, of course. 97.9 wins. Toronto at 91.9. Tampa Bay at 86.6. Boston at 83.3. And then Baltimore down at the bottom. 61.8. So Baltimore is going to lose 100 games according to this. And that's probably going to happen. So they have Toronto at 91, so six games behind New York, and then Tampa Bay 86. That is 11 games. No way, no way, no way Tampa Bay, or no way the Yankees beat Tampa Bay by 11 games. Tampa Bay may even win the division, but even if the Yankees do, no way do they beat Tampa Bay by 11. 
The Central, you got the White Sox at 91 wins, Minnesota at 84. Then you got Cleveland at 78, Kansas City at 69, and Detroit at 68. You want to look at that one? Chicago should win that. Minnesota should be there. But the only thing I see there is Detroit. 68.5, finishing below Kansas City at 69.0, so it's only half a game. But I would say no way the Tigers finish last in that division. No way. The American League West, they got the Astros at 90.2 wins. The Angels at 88.7. So that is not even two games that they have the Astros predicted to win over the Angels. They got Seattle at 84.1. Texas Rangers at 71.4. And Oakland, who's been getting rid of all of their players, at last place at 66 wins, so I guess they're not expected to do anything unless they just somehow start playing money ball and pick up these good players. So looking at this, I think Houston will go up if they get Carlos Correa. For sure it'll go up. But looking at this, no way, I mean, unless everybody stays healthy, no way that the Angels finish second. I got Seattle finishing second in that division. So the playoff seedings is the Yankees 1, Chicago 2, Houston 3, Toronto 4. According to this is the Angels at 5 and then Tampa Bay at 6. I wouldn't even have the Angels making the playoffs. But it would be Toronto Blue Jays versus the Angels in round 1. And they would play the Yankees. The winner would play the Yankees. The Astros would square off with the Tampa Bay Rays, which you don't want that to happen. And the winner will play the Chicago White Sox. Now, if we take a look at the National League, we start with the East, Atlanta with 92, and the Mets with 92. So you got to pick one of these guys. Atlanta has built a good team. The Mets have DeGrom. They have Scherzer. The Mets are going to be good. But the difference is Atlanta has been consistent and the Mets have been choking. The Mets have con consistently had good players, but they underperformed. So I'm giving the division to Atlanta, even if they're tied. Philadelphia at 81, Miami 77, Washington 72. How far they've fallen off. 2019 World Series champions. Three years later, 72 wins. So we look at the Central. They got Milwaukee at 93.9. Seattle almost 14 games back. Cincinnati 79. Chicago 70. Pittsburgh 68. A lot of mediocrity in that division. Milwaukee should run away with it. St. Louis will be a little competitive. I don't see the other teams doing anything. You look at the West, the Dodgers, of course, at 99.5, San Diego at 86, and what is up with the Giants? The San Francisco Giants won 107 games last year, and they got them predicted to win 79. I don't want to spoil it, but that's 32 games. No, 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 no. That's last year. So they were, that's 106. 79. I can't do the math that fast. I, I can't do it. But anyway, 20, 26, 26 maybe, something like that. 
It's ridiculous. How many players did the Giants lose to fall off that, that bad? I don't know. So the final standings. Oh, yeah. San Francisco 79, Arizona 75.9. Don't forget. Don't forget to keep your eye on Arizona. They got Brent Strom now in Colorado 67. So you got L.A. at 1, Milwaukee at 2, Atlanta 3, the Mets 4, San Diego 5, and Philadelphia number 6, New York Mets versus the Padres. Winner takes on the Dodgers. And then the Braves take on the Phillies. The winner takes on the Brewers. That's what the playoffs would look like if they finish the way it is projected. So let's take a look at last year. We'll look at the AL East. They projected the Yankees to win 97 games, just like this year. And they won 92. They missed it by 5. They picked Tampa Bay to win 86 games. And that's what they have them projected this year. And they added 14 to that. They won 14 more games than projected. Toronto, they had them winning 85. And they won 91 plus 6. Boston won 12 more games than projected. They had, they had Boston projected to win 80 games, and they won 92. They had Baltimore projected to win 66 games, and they only won 52. Baltimore's bad. Minnesota was projected to win 91 games, and they only won 73. That was a difference of 18. Cleveland lost six more games than they expected. The White Sox won 10 more games. They were projected to win 83, and they won 93. Kansas City won three more games than projected. They won 74. Detroit was projected to win 67, and they won 77. And now they have them winning 68. I don't get it. I don't get it. You look at the Astros. They had them at 93, and they won 95, so they won two more games. They got really close with the Astros. The Angels. They picked them to win 87 games, and they won 77. And this is what I'm talking about. Seattle will get second. They had the A's at 80, and they won 86. They underestimated Seattle last season at 70 games, and they won 90. They got 20 more wins than projected. Texas was projected to win 67, and they only won 60. You look at the National League, the Mets were projected to win 96, and they won 77. That's 19 games they lost more than projected. And that's what I'm talking about when I projected who's going to win between them and Atlanta. They underperform. They have good players, and they underperform. They had Washington projected to win 85. They won 65. They lost 20 more games than projected. Philadelphia got, they got close on Philadelphia, 83 to 82. They picked Atlanta to win 82, and they won 88. So don't underestimate Atlanta. That's what I said earlier. Miami, 68, 67, really close on that. Milwaukee, 89, but they won 95. The Cubs, they projected 85, and they only won 71. 
They projected the Cardinals to win 81, and they won 90, and that's what I was saying earlier, that St. Louis will compete with Milwaukee. Even if Milwaukee wins it all, they're not going to win it by the margin there. They're not going to win by 13 or 14 games. Cincinnati, 79, they won 83. They did very good last year. Why are they Why are they having a fire sale? I don't get it. Pittsburgh won 61. They were projected to win 61. Amazing. The Dodgers, they were project, projected to win 103 games, and they won 106. Who, who gets projected to win 103 games, and they win more? That's That was awesome. I'll give them credit. I hate them, but I'll give them credit. San Diego, I just got an alert on my phone. I had to check it out in case it was Carlos Correa signing. San Diego, 96 wins. They projected 96 wins. They ended up with 79. Fernando Tatis got on a, in an accident in his motorcycle, and he's going to be out three months. So is that why? Where do they have him? 86? That might be why they have 86. Three months. I, I, I really don't know what's wrong with San Francisco. But they projected Arizona to win 79. They won 52. Mm, Arizona. San Francisco, 75. They projected 75 wins, and they won 107. Colorado, 60. They won 74. So the biggest overachiever, San Francisco, 32 more games than projected. Washington and Seattle won 20 more games than projected. And who would be third? I don't have this written down. It would be uh, Colorado, plus 14. The biggest underperformers, Arizona, minus 27. San, uh, San Diego, minus 17. Washington, minus 20. The Mets, minus 19. Minnesota, minus 18. Baltimore, minus 14. L.A., minus 10. So, overall, they do a decent one, but you never know what's going to happen. You never know if people are going to get injured. You never know if, you know, they have someone, let's say, like probably what happened to Washington is they weren't in contention for the playoffs. And they probably sold some guys and got rid of some guys, made some trades at the deadline, and they, and they did worse in the second half. I really don't know, but that possibly could have been what happened. But I think the major thing is maybe you give someone credit for being better than they perform. They don't perform up to the standards expected from them, and that's what happens. But it's super hard to predict anything. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this, folks. Your Houston Astros will be good. They will win the division. They will be in the playoffs. And they will go far. Lance McCullers Jr. is going to be out for longer. He's not ready. He is not ready yet. He could be out for months. He could be out till July. Justin Verlander. I read earlier today, he's not going to be ready for opening day. But we will have both of them. 
We will be good without him. Jake Odorizzi, trust me, Jake Odorizzi will perform well in a full spring uh, training camp. Spring training, he he's going to do great, trust me. We've got great pitchers. We've got a great team. We signed Carlos Correa tonight. We'll be even better. The Astros will be good. So with that, I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you'll be alerted when there's a new episode. The season's going to start and you want to be caught up every episode, folks. And if you want to help me out, go to Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Apple, you you can now vote or you can now rate on Spotify, but most listeners are on Apple Podcasts. Do me a favor. It'll help out a lot. Go give me a five-star rating. Go to Astros Baseball. You're already listening on Apple. Click that five-star rating. If you got extra time, write a review. That would be even better. But I appreciate it. I look forward to the 2022 season. I'm I'm predicting the Astros get Carlos Correa right here. I mean, a lot of people are believing it, so it's not like, you know, I'm just pulling a rabbit out of my hat or anything, but Anyway, Steve, I hope you enjoyed this. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.